0: We're back with another episode of the Brick House Team Previews. I'm Bob Johnson.
1: And I'm Matt Baker. Bob, a lot of podcasts don't want to plug other podcasts because they just want it all for themselves, but we're not <laughs> like this podcast. You can go to com and check out two different Cleveland Cavaliers podcasts. Oh, wow. The Chase Down is one of them, and then Cavalytics. Oh, uh huh. Which is a focus on statistical analysis. Yeah, they get a lot of listeners. Yeah, but if you like this podcast, you can go to iTunes and rate and review. Find us at Brickhouse Pod on Twitter. I'm at, hey, it's Matt Baker, brickhousepodcast.com for all our back episodes, and you can email us through there. You on know, with the show.
0: Yeah, this is our 29th team preview. I'm starting to feel like how Jerry Lewis must have felt towards the end of his, you know, like 48
1: hour yeah. fundraiser or, you know, those PBS. Right. Telethons that they would have. You're just rip- for those of you that can't see Bob's hair is ripped out. And yeah, the, uh, yeah.
0: Going on my 17th cup of coffee. Right, But we got two teams left to roast and preview and damn it, we're going to do it. Today is the Cleveland Cavaliers. We got some jokes for them. We're going to be coming at the king, so best not miss. Best not miss. You want to lead
1: us off on these Cav roasts? Not only does Kyle Korver resemble Ashton Kutcher, but he punked the Cavs into giving him a new contract. (laughs) Iman Shumpert can deliver a baby with headphones better than he can deliver a ball into a hoop. (laughs) Dan Gilbert is famous for using Comic Sans, but to me, Bob, he's more of a wing ding. <laughs> uh, Fun joke. Hey, Bob, what's your favorite Derrick Rose game over the past four years? That one game or um, get it because he only played in one game. Anyway, <laughs> Tristan Thompson got an extension a few years ago because the king always needs his jest- jester. Nice. Ugh, almost couldn't, couldn't get that out.
0: We better roast LeBron on the Cavs while he's still there because this July he's headed to L.A. faster than an Oberlin grad with a theater degree. One <laughs> yeah. a way to improve the NBA changed the format of the Cavs-Celtics postgame interviews to be more like Maury. Now, Kyrie, we know you didn't like it when people asked if LeBron was like a father figure to you, but LeBron is backstage and I've got the paternity test results <laughs> in my hand. In early westerns, whenever there was a problem and the characters called in the cavalry, with Mm -hmm. bugles blaring, the enemies would be quickly defeated. Only back then, the guys who came to help weren't Derrick Rose and Jeff Green. (laughs) When the Cavaliers went to watch the Cleveland Indians in the World Series, it went like those old westerns and that it never worked out well for the Indians after the cavalry (laughs) showed up. LeBron's hair is like Ukraine, and his hairline is like the Putin-controlled Russian border. After the meeting with ownership when Kyrie demanded a trade, he texted LeBron, I am the GM now. (laughs) Nice. Kevin Love must really know what Jan Brady feels like. Is it hilarious to anyone else that Tristan Thompson, the guy dating Khloe Kardashian, also leads the league in offensive rebounds? Lamar Odom and James Harden took their shots, and Tristan was there to clean up the glass, and I found it pretty offensive. (laughs) I like it. Roasted. Roasted. Uh, the Cavs made some changes this offseason, of course. Maybe you've heard of them. We'll tell you a little bit about
1: them. So who did they lose? They lost Darren Williams, Derek Williams, James Jones, and Dante Jones. Uh, the Williams and the Joneses. The Williams and the Joneses are all gone. And one flat earth madman. They shipped out Kyrie Irving for Jay Crowder, Isaiah Thomas, Ante Zizic, and the Brooklyn first-round pick. You
0: know, one of the funniest stories of the offseason that has not got any play, really, was after Kyrie Irving requested a trade from Cleveland, Yeah, Iman Shumpert requested a trade from Cleveland. Really? And people just kind of chuckled and said, you know, that's cute.
1: He's still on the team. You know the you know the Christmas
0: story. You'll uh, shoot your eye out. Yeah, when you'll shoot your eye out when Ralphie cusses, he has to put the soap in his mouth, mm-hmm. and uh, and then the mother finds out that or Ralphie says that he heard the cuss word from a friend of his. Right. This is like when uh, Shumpert requests the trade, and some Cavs manager calls Shumpert's agent, and it's just like he said what? <laughs> he said what? I'm gonna kill him.
1: I love it. Yeah, they got Jeff Green, Jose Calderon, and Derrick Rose. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade's on the Cavs, so... If you haven't heard. Yeah, you've heard. By the way, Derrick Rose was the number one overall pick in the draft, right? Right. The Cavs have had a whole parade of former number ones come through with Kyrie, LeBron, Bennett, Wiggins, Derrick Rose. So yeah, they're like a magnet to these number one overall picks. Those are the changes. Richard Jefferson didn't retire, right? He...
0: No, he's back, baby. Yeah. Another season of road tripping.
1: In the NFL, James Harrison, who plays for the Steelers, retired a few years ago, within months came back and has played like four more seasons. Wow. It's always weird to me when they're like, I retired, just kidding, I'm going to be around for a decade.
0: Yeah, part of the drama surrounding this team, we told you a little bit about it in an emergency pod when Kyrie got traded, Jay Crowder's girlfriend was Derrick Rose's girlfriend in high school? Right now they're teammates. Let the drama unfold. Let's tell them, Let's tell our listeners about the starting lineup for Cleveland. And now the starting lineup for your Cleveland Cavaliers. If Isaiah Thomas gets that hip healthy, he'll be the starting point guard. Otherwise, they got Derrick Rose and Jose Calderon. So the Cavs really have their fingers crossed about yeah. his hip. Right. Dwayne Wade be playing shooting guard. I got him starting over J.R. Smith probably. Yeah, J.R. seems more accustomed to the six man role. Plus, Jay Crowder will play some defense, which will be needed if you're starting Isaiah Thomas or Derrick Rose or Jose Calderon,
1: (laughs) right? (laughs) Or Kevin Love. Yeah, Uh,
0: LeBron and Kevin Love playing the forward positions. And Tristan Thompson, Mm -hmm. that offensive rebound man himself.
1: I want to ask you, Bob, is there a scenario where you can see Derrick Rose regaining whatever he lost and actually being a very good player this season?
0: Being a teammate of LeBron James tends to do that to people.
1: You
0: know, Darren Williams was out of shape and uninterested on uh, the Dallas Mavericks, got traded to the Cavs, started getting on that Versa climber. And, uh, you know, looked like an NFL linebacker by the time the playoffs came around. Derrick Rose, you know, he averaged 18, 19 points a game for right. for the Knicks last year. He definitely still has some skills. It's just a matter. It's, he, it's like him and Dwight Howard. It's not that they aren't without talent. Yeah. It's just that they still think that they're one of the most talented people on earth. Right. And that's the disconnect.
1: J.R. Smith was kind of a cast-off from the Knicks, and he found a second life with LeBron, right? So, yeah, uh, as well as Iman Shumpert. You know what that means? Jeff Green is finally going to make that all-star team. You know what? This <laughs> would be the year Jeff Green makes the all-star team. He goes to the East. The East ships all their talent out West and then just stumbles into an all-star spot.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't put any money down on that.
1: No, but, <laughs> but I'm saying if it were to happen... if. If it were to happen, now's the time.
0: It's going to be an ominous year in Cleveland with LeBron never just assuaging fears of Cavs fans by committing to staying. They're just never going to know if he's going to if he's going to be back. But what will be interesting, you know, to really watch the savviness and the deafness of LeBron James and his PR machine is how can he continue to make him leaving again dan gilbert's fault yeah it'll be it'll be fascinating to see how he, how he puts onus on the ownership when he's constantly questioned about where he's going to be going after this season right i saw that J.R. smith was already asked about where lebron is going to be going and he says he's going to play wherever he damn wants to play you know <laughs> yeah um how about the vegas over under for the Cavs? i saw that they were listed at 53 53
1: and a half. that's what i saw i would say this is one of the harder ones cause you just nat you hear fifty three and you naturally assume they'll be closer to sixty, but does LeBron even care about the regular season at this point?
0: It didn't appear that way last season. Yeah. Yeah, and the only way I can really see them making a push for the number one seed is if he is super motivated by not allowing the Celtics and Kyrie to usurp him.
1: So then the question becomes, Bob, we had this we both pretty much acknowledge that the Celtics will could be the number one seed, but why did we place the Cavs over them? Just LeBron, right?
0: Any team with LeBron will always be the king of the East until someone knocks him down. Right? Seven years in a row will do that. I've got a conspiracy theory here. Okay. What if LeBron James makes a secret offer to Dan Gilbert this season? Agree in writing to sell LeBron the team when he retires, and he'll waive his no-trade clause. Right? So then dan gilbert can send lebron wherever he wants he makes no lebron will make no commitments to re-sign with anyone but does dan do it to have more assets for the next you know five to ten years of lebron's career then he can end it all with a big payday and for be forever embraced by cleveland and sports fans for doing what for what he should do right the good guy thing make this huge fortune and then hand the team off to the chosen son of Cleveland, right? Right. And he could really remake his whole uh, reputation. I mean, this guy made his fortune on giving predatory loans to people who really can't afford them, you know, with uh, with quicken loans. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a move. I mean, LeBron certainly has Dan Gilbert over a barrel right now. I would I would suggest it if I were LeBron. You know, so you're saying trade him to anywhere?
1: Basically, give Dan Gilbert permission to, permission to trade you wherever to get whatever he can, with the understanding that in, what, seven years? Yeah. Six, seven years. LeBron's coming back. LeBron's coming back to take the team. To buy the team for billions of dollars. Wait, do they come to an agreed price, or does LeBron give them market value plus 500 million what do you
0: Yeah well Cleveland is not as uh, as worthwhile of a team to purchase mm-hmm. uh you know cuz it's in Cleveland and, and it won't it had, have LeBron and it won't have LeBron Right although in about 10 years there is uh LeBron James Jr coming up
1: That's true Dan Gilbert probably won't get 2.2 2 billion No he'd yeah. be lucky to get one Oof
0: I think I would do that if I were Dan Gilbert Yeah Let's let's break it down with our take on who would win the Cleveland Cavaliers version of the Game of Survivor. LeBron the superhero would also win the game of Survivor. I mean, he helped create a TV show called Survivor's Remorse whose (laughs) title is so bad it must have been LeBron's idea. (laughs) Who wins Survivor then? Kevin Love. Oh, wow. I say. This is what happens when your name is in every trade rumor for three years. This is what happens when you're left out of LeBron's Instagram photos. This is what happens when you're nine months away from being the afterthought on a super team to the leading scorer on a seventh seed Cavs team. Kevin Love has some stuff he's trying to work through, and the casualties are all of his teammates who get in his way. Oh,
1: wow. First... LeBron
0: James first voted off. Yeah. Obviously, he presents the biggest competition for the rest of the team, but also his teammates, especially the non-clutch sports clients, J.R., Tristan Thompson, Ty Lu, have got to be getting a little tired of the LeBron drama. Tristan Thompson got paid so well in part thanks to LeBron that he offers to be voted off in place of James. Nice, yeah. But James doesn't let him. He takes his stuff and leaves the island with dignity in his private helicopter that goes straight to Kobe's helipad near Staples Center.
1: Winner, J.R. Smith. He already prefers no shirt. You don't have to wear a shirt on the island. And no condition is too crazy for a crazy person. He'll be right at home. I also said LeBron is voted first off because the true feelings come out and there's a mass mutiny. Lord, real Lord of the Flies stuff. If you think someone took your speck of dirt, might be enough to push you over the edge into a murderous rampage. Coming
0: for you. All right, great. Well, now our segment five stars where we break down things from the city of Cleveland and rank them, rate them, between one and five stars.
1: Matt, would you like to take the lead? Oh, thanks, Bob. Cardale Jones. Oh, from Ohio State. From Ohio State. Ohio State QB won the national championship. He's now on the Chargers. But the best thing he ever did was early in his Ohio State career, he tweeted some great tweets, including, Why should we have to go to class if we came here to play football? We ain't come to play school. Classes are pointless. (laughs) So that won him uh, the acclaim of... Many sports writers throughout the nation. Yeah. He did end up graduating, and on his graduation cap, he wrote, someone once said that classes are pointless, so he poked fun at himself. I'm by no means an Ohio State fan. One would say I root for them to lose every game, but i have a soft soft spot for Cardale Jones, five stars. Nice.
0: I rank the Smart Car Scene and Fast and Furious 8. Have you seen the most recent? The Fate of the Furious? I think
1: I'm up to... Fast and Furious 3. Okay. <laughs> a little bot. Yeah, I'm trying. I am. But I say that because I am trying to watch them all. I'm going just one through.
0: You should skip Tokyo Drift. No, no.
1: I can't miss any of the storyline, Bob. Well, that's I why can't. you're still at 3. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so there's a scene, spoiler, in uh, Fast and Furious 8 where Charlie's Theron has a supercomputer that can turn on and drive every car. They're all unmanned. Right? I believe it. This is supposed to be in the city of New York, but it was filmed in Cleveland. There's cars like jumping out of buildings, all chasing after their uh, their uh, you know the Fast and Furious people. Sure. There's an evil Vin Diesel in this scene too. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the Fast and Furious franchise will run out of new ways to do car chases, but not yet. Ranking <laughs> this one five stars.
1: I love it. You mentioned a Christmas story earlier. Mm-hmm. A Christmas story house. Did you see this? The house oh. from A Christmas Story is in Cleveland. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Really? So you just pulled the Christmas Story out of nothing? Just pulled it out. Man, look at that! We it's it is, we are shooting, <laughs> firing on all cylinders. Um, yeah, I gave it four stars. You can go to the house; it's open year round. I don't know what you can see. Maybe you can see the giant leg lamp. Yeah, great movie that. I tend to only watch once a year if I even watch it then, but it is on 24 hours come December.
0: Thanks, Turner.
1: How many stars? Four stars. Four
0: stars. I rank the suit from Cleveland joke in Jim Jarmusch's Dead Man. Have you seen this?
1: I don't know what you're talking about. It's a
0: 1995. I think it's the best Jim Jarmusch movie ever. mm -hmm. Uh, Johnny Depp takes a train out west to see About a Job. The movie's in black and white, despite coming out in 1995, a mm-hmm. uh, is wearing this hideous plaid suit and multiple people, multiple people comment on the suit in the movie saying, where the hell did you get that suit? Cleveland? <laughs> nice. Including Robert Mitchum, who that was his last movie role. The dead man script would have you believe Cleveland was the butt of jokes as far back as the 1800s. I love it. Five stars.
1: I, I'm not sure why I have, I have not seen this movie yet. I've, come across it a few times oh, it's and good. i haven't watched it recommend it bob this next one is hard for me but i'm going to uh rank championship droughts mm. ever since the Cavs won the championship erasing the drought for cleveland and the cubs won the world series the longest drought is now the arizona cardinals oh boy it's 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 hard it hits hard i'm bleeding through my shirt right now that's how hard it one star. I have no time for this, and I hope that this changes soon. Have the Cardinals ever won? They won when they were the Chicago Cardinals. Ooh. Back in like forty eight or forty six. That's
0: longer than the Buffalo Bills have gone without winning?
1: It's quite a bit longer, but wow. it's it's longer than any pro team has gone. The White Sox, the Cubs, the Red Sox, they all erased theirs. The Indians the last time they won was I think the fifties, so That's a bummer. Mm-hmm.
0: On the next episode, Of Brickhouse. Well, there's only one team left in this year's team previews. If we weren't such rabid NBA fans that enjoyed watching teams attempt to dethrone the number one team, then this upcoming year might be pretty boring. Despite being the overwhelming favorite, we can still go back to a favorite quote of Mark Jackson, who coincidentally was the number one team's last coach. There's a reason why we play the games and don't just give the trophy to the number one team. Those reasons are even the heaviest favorites can lose. And you know... It wouldn't be a sports league if they didn't actually play the sport. Right. Thanks, Mark Jackson. The NBA season is so close. Here are our final preview in two days on the next episode of Brick House.